This is the Patriots Drive Podcast. We are all Patriots. Where we discuss, analyze, and answer questions to all things happening in the NFL and with our New England Patriots. Now, here's your host, Cole Kelly. Welcome into another edition of the Patriots Drive Podcast. We got a big one on hand today. We got record predictions, season predictions. Uh, we're going to go through game by game down the entire Patriots schedule. Then we're going to hop into the preview of the Miami Dolphins. Patriots take on the Dolphins in week one on the road down in Miami. They traveled yesterday down to Miami to get acclimated to the weather and, and all that stuff. So they had their first practice today. We got injury report for you guys, some updates on that stuff. So a lot of stuff today, but I'm here with my co-host, Jace Campbell. How's it going, Jace? Let's go. Football's here. Week one, baby, it's time. So I'm excited. Um, did you, who was, what Dolphins player was it that tweeted? Cause the Patriots traveled down early there. They said something there like, that's not going to help you or something or oh, no, um, I forget who it was, but you got the trash talking going division game week one in a place that we always seem to struggle, um, as a team. So it'll be a fun one. I'm excited to see how this team responds after, you know, a lot of, um, things that they needed to improve off, prove off of through OTAs in the preseason, um, and then now it's live football, and so we'll see our starters for the whole game and see if they can, you know, put it together for um, multiple drives because they they seem to struggle in just having one or two, maybe three drives in preseason games. So we'll see how that goes. But I'm dang excited for some meaningful football, and you know, for it to be uh, time to for Patriots football again. Yeah, I mean, certainly hope that they can improve on the things from preseason and how they looked, and actually put together a full game uh, of solid complimentary football and. And hopefully they've just been holding back some of the things that they actually want to do and just working out the tweaks. And hopefully they're firing on all cylinders. I, I'll, I'll be surprised, but um, I just I'm excited to be able to preview an actual team, actual opponent. I'm We miss these as well. Pat Scout, we missed you being here, too. Um, We're going to have to get our hot takes ready if Pat Scout's in here. I know, geez. We, we still have any graphics, prepared, but, so. Um, but yeah, so it's it's we're back. We're back to the week one getting back to um feels like we're getting back into the group of things some of the when we were making some of the graphics for today and stuff like that a little while ago it just feels like we're getting back into the swing of things and, and back into football season so it feels good for sure so let's so how we're going to kind of structure this episode this is a little different than most of our premium episodes we have to do our season predictions so we have record predictions mac jones's predictions rushing leaders receiving leaders sack leader interception leader um and then of course answering your guys' comments on all that stuff then we'll get into more of a uh game preview where we're going to have pickums over under stuff like that uh the patriots score patriots over under um usually we will have uh nfl other nfl games we try to hit on the tuesday or thursday night games um the primetime ones of course maybe one at each uh time slot um other than the patriots and we kind of have a running total with that but we won't get to that today since we have so much other uh patriots stuff to preview but um let's jump right into it cole do you want to start off with uh the player stats i'm assuming right or do we want to go with the raw or the schedule Let's do the schedule. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you want to pull up the Patriots schedule on the website or if we just want to read it from here. Um, but let's just read it from here. You want to just read it just week by week? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, pull up, pull, pull it up at the end. Do you think? Yeah, we'll pull it our, up. our final one. Okay. Yeah. So week one, Pat's dolphins. Who you got in that one and why? Yeah. So, I mean, we'll get into this more with our game preview, but, um, it sucks to say, I wish new England could come out and get a win right off the bat. But New England always seems to struggle early in the year, and they always seem to struggle in Miami. And 
I wish it was anyone else but Miami because we have such a hard time beating them. Um, and I hate Tua and I hate Tyreek Hill. Um, and I hate, you know, some other um, players on that team. But I, I, f- I find it hard for New England to travel down to Miami week one, deal with that heat um, and, you know, come out with a victory. So I think it's going to be a close game, though. I think New England will figure out some of the deficiencies that we saw in the um, uh, preseason games. But I, just, I have a hard time picking them off of what we saw. If they were playing really good football in the preseason and, you know, there wasn't questions on the offensive line. Maybe I'd be say, you know, I see a win coming here, but there's too many question marks coming out of week one of the or, and uh, coming out of the three weeks of the preseason and going into week one that I just don't know if I feel comfortable giving the Patriots a win right off the bat. Yeah, I have to agree with you. I mean, everything you said there basically just usually the heat in Miami. I know they're going down early to get acclimated, but it almost worries me that their issues is, are real within the heat and that they're already going to have excuses of oh this heat like we we tried to go down tuesday still didn't work i just i don't know i the the dolphins added so much talent i feel like we kind of stayed stationary this year between losing jc jackson we added Devontae parker um traded away shaq mason have a rookie starting guard now whole new offense it's it's a ton of changes also dolphins are going through a ton of changes but they seem to look a little more polished and and like they're at a further along stage than the patriots are in, in their building of this new offense they, they have Mike McDaniels who is a great offensive mind and we have Matt Patricia and Joe Judge trying to install this offense so it's a little bit different but yeah not to start off on a negative note but week one against the Dolphins is always a tough one especially when it's in Miami so I got a loss for that one yeah and you look at the changes New England's going through compared to the changes that the Dolphins are going through you want to talk about opposite ends of the spectrum Miami got way better this year they traded a ton of picks they get Tyreek Hill help to a Jalen Waddle's only going to be better. They bring in Chase Edmonds, who I don't think is an incredible back, but he's really capable on third downs, can catch the ball in the backfield. And then they still have a lot of great corners on uh, and defensive players and stuff. And then you look at New England, we lost our number one corner. We've had offensive line issues. We lost two of our starting offensive linemen, both guards right there. Um, so it, it's a little scary. You look at them and their improvements they've made. And, you know, we got swept by them last year and you say, you know, that's that's not looking too good for New England coming into week one. Yeah, they also added a great, uh, great tackle, which their offensive line has struggled in the past. So even though we seem to not be able to take advantage of their bad offensive line, they seem to they have a, do have a offensive line issue. And um, but on to week two, Patriots at Steelers, another one on the road. Who do you got for this one? Yeah, I, I have New England winning this one. Um, I. I... Pittsburgh has a really good defense and Najee Harris scares the crap out of me because he's so versatile, but there's still a ton of questions on the offensive line and whether they start Trubisky or uh, Kenny Pickett, I think that Bill Belichick knowing his track record, if they go with Pickett, which they're going with Trubisky week one, so I don't see them changing week two, but I find Bill Belichick and the defense, you know, having an edge at this game. And I think Pittsburgh's still going to be a good team and they're always going to be tough. The New England and Pittsburgh rivalry is always something that um, you have to look out for, especially going into Pittsburgh. But I see New England going in and winning this game. Mac Jones um, having a big day out there. Um, maybe, you know, you can get the run game going. And, you know, with the offensive line struggles with Pittsburgh too last year, maybe you're able to create some pressure on a quarterback that, you know, isn't very good to start off with. Maybe you can get some pressure in his face. You can make some dumb penalty or dumb turnovers early for our defense and get short fields for the offense. So I got New England winning being one-on-one through week two. Yep, I have the same uh, same thing there. My biggest concern is, is TJ Watt off the edge against Isaiah Wynn or even Trent Brown, but I feel like he lines up more on, on the right tackle. So that's terrifying. 
That is that is certainly terrifying. They got a great defense. TJ Watt could have broke the sack record last year if he didn't get injured for four or five games missing those. Um, so that's one of the biggest things, especially with a struggling offensive line. You got a defense like that and a defensive line like they have. That's not ideal. So I'm worried about that. Like you said, Najee Harris is a beast. I think Trubisky is going to be better than some people think. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger was awful like the past year or two, and that team still won, I think, nine games last year. So I don't see why this team can't be pretty solid. I think their defense is going to carry them. They got some weapons on the outside. Uh, they got Johnson. They got Claypool. They got um, Pickens, who they just grabbed this yep. year. So they got they got some weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Like you said, the O-line is a question mark, but I don't think this is going to be an easy game like some people think, but I got the Patriots going to one and one. And if you guys haven't already, make sure you guys click the like button, subscribe, and drop your comments. Yeah, uh, We're going to go game by game, drop your comments if you guys want to, of, of who you guys think is going to win each one of these games, play along with us, and, and give us your record predictions down below. But um, on to week three, Patriots' first home game of the year against the Baltimore Ravens. We got... Yeah, this this one's tough. I love Baltimore. Um, I think that they're always a tough team to play with Lamar Jackson. Now, I don't know if Lamar Jackson can win them a Super Bowl, but he is always going to be tough to defend. Now, we have an X-Factor in Kyle Duggar, um, and New England always seems to get the better of Baltimore. But this is the stretch that we always see New England struggle the most with. They started off horrible last year. They always seem to still be getting up to speed in September. So I have them going with a loss right here also. This is tough. Lamar Jackson's hard. Um, our linebackers are going to have a tough time and it can't just be on Kyle Duggar. Like we're going to have to create interior pressure. We're going to have to be able to keep him in the pocket. Kyle Duggar has to be able to go out and guard. So there's a lot of things um, that have to happen to slow down Lamar Jackson. And although new England's been successful doing it, I, I don't, I think maybe their luck runs out here and you know, they're still, you know, getting into the groove of things um, with how they usually play in September. So I actually have them losing to the Ravens on in the home opener, which sucks to say, but I mean, new England was, all their losses early last year came at home too. And it, it was brutal. Yeah. I, I think they're going to start off the year slow again, especially what we've seen in the preseason. I got a loss at the first home game against the Ravens. I, I know we've had our success against the Ravens at some points. And like you said, Kyle Duggar, a great piece to stop Lamar, but in general, the Ravens are going to be a healthier football team. I think JK Dobbins is, should be back and ready to go by week three. So he, he's a factor. Their run game is going to be a, a factor in this game. And they added a couple pieces. I know they got rid of Marquise Brown, but Rashad Bateman's uh, got another year under his belt coming into this year. So uh, I think the Ravens are going to be a tough team. I think they're going to be a tough opponent. They always have a good defense and, and great running game, especially with Lamar being back there. So Mark Andrews, another weapon to, to look out for. I think the Ravens are good. So I, I got a, another loss or I got a, a loss in, in uh, week three for the Patriots. Yeah, and Baltimore averaged 145 rushing yards last year. I think they were third or fourth in the league, and New England allowed the uh, eighth most at 126. So, you know, I know this is early in the season, and our run defense could be severely improved, but, I, I mean, we expect a lot of good things out of Barmore and a big jump from him, but is it going to be that improved to make New England a top-10 rushing defense? I guess we'll have to wait and find out, but that's what scares me is we've had a hard time stopping the run against a lot of teams, and this might be one of the best ones, and they're they're willing to do it all game. like. Their strong suit is running the ball, and they're going to run and run and run, and they're going to make you stop it. So if New England can do that, I'd feel confident, but that's still a question mark, so I can't give them a win on this game. Yeah, and then get the next week, week four, traveling to Lambeau Field. Uh, that's going to be a, a great environment for these guys to see. Lambeau Field is one of the most legendary uh, places to play in the NFL right now, so 
Week four against the Packers, who you got? Yeah, another another tough one here. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I know he lost his number one target, but Romeo Dubs looks good. Christian Watson's good. Uh, A.J. Dillon has high expectations with Aaron Jones out of the backfield. We all know what Jair Alexander can do, um, and Darius Campbell's a really good um, linebacker for him. So I hate to say having New England start out one and three. It's what we saw last year, and I will say this. I do have a lot of wins coming up because my uh, record prediction at the end of the year is not as bad as it looks now. But I, I have them starting off one and three. I mean, this is a tough game going into Lambeau Field. You don't have to deal with the cold like you normally would, which usually isn't a factor for the Patriots because they uh, play and practice in the cold too. But going up to Lambeau, Aaron Rodgers, the uncertainty at the secondary spot, and you're still going to be dealing with some young guys. Now, I have high hopes for Marcus Jones, Jack Jones, guys like that, Sean Wade. But you're going against one of the greatest quarterbacks in the past 15 years. Um, and, you know, he's super experienced and he's – there's not going to be a lot of things that he's going to just give to our defensive back. So that scares me a little bit, um, especially with their emerging rookie receivers. Yeah. It, it, the Aaron Rodgers factor is huge. They lost a bunch of guys in the off season. Kind of like you mentioned, Devonte has gone. They got a good defense. You mentioned some of their pieces they got there. And then Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. Um, it's just Aaron Rodgers, that home field, the Packers, they're a great prestigious organization. I think you got to take that into consideration and, and I got them losing this one as well in week four and starting off one and three. It's not ideal. Uh, Light Shadows agrees with us here. Um, has a one and three record the first four games. And then let's answer Carlos's question here before we move on to the, the next one. She said, what's up, guys? What's up, Carlos? Uh, do you think the Patriots run de oh, run defense will be worse, the same or better? He says, I personally think it'll be the same or slightly better. Yeah, I, I hope they get better because we only expect Barmore to get better. Um, I think we have young linebackers that can fly around. I think Mac Wilson will be a huge addition for the run game and the pass game. Uh, Raquan McMillan has had a ton of high hopes or high praises um, since last year when he tore his ACL. Um, Gotcha, I think, is going to be better than last year. Obviously, Bill does too. That's why he gave him an extension. So I think they're going to be better. I don't know how much better. Um, and that's not saying a lot because our run defense has been pretty bad the last two years. So that's not saying a lot. But I do think that with the guys that we have that we can't get any worse and they have to play better um, this year. So I, I'm going to say, I kind of agree with you slightly better. Um, they have the potential to be really good, um, but I, I don't know how to predict that right now. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be slightly better as well. Obviously past defenses is a different thing with JC gone, but as far as the run defense goes, I think we got, they, we hope Barmore, like you said, takes a step in the right direction. Gotcha. We just gave that extension. You hope he, continues to be more consistent than he was last season. Although clearly they didn't think he was the problem if they extended him. So you hope to have more consistency and then having a guy like Anthony Jennings, if he can set the edge on that side and be better than a guy like, I guess Van Noy was last year, that'd be great. I that's, that's kind of the question mark. And that's why we wanted Trey flowers here was because he's a guy who can set the edge. And, and that is, is huge when you're trying to stop the run, especially against some of these specific teams and uh, schemes. So um, I think it's going to be a little bit better just because the numbers kind of made it our run defense look even maybe worse than it was last year. Uh, so I think, I think it will be just a little bit better, but probably around the same uh, caliber of uh, uh run defense. For sure. Well, let's move on next game. So we, both of us have the Patriots starting off one and three tough uh, first schedule. Let's move on Detroit um, in Detroit right here. What do you have? Sure. With the red jerseys, I got to take a win in the go. red jerseys. First one's back at home. I think I think the Lions. I mentioned this um, a 
couple days ago uh, on Passascas um, when we did a video. I I just I think the the Lions video. I mean the Lions game is going to be a tougher game than people expect, just because they're a tough, gritty, hard nosed football team. Dan Campbell instills toughness and uh, fight in that team, and they don't give up easy. So I don't think I don't think they're going to lay down. I don't think you're going to beat them fifty to ten like you did the Jaguars last year. I think they're going to put up a fight and. At the end of the day, I think the Patriots will win the game, and I think they'll come out on top, but I don't think it's going to be a walk in the park like some people think. The, the Lions' record stinks every year, but at the same time, the toughness is real that he's instilling in that team, and and uh, I believe in Detroit a little bit. Yeah, I, I do too. I think Detroit is going to be one of the grittiest teams, and it's going to be a hard-nosed football game. Dan Campbell will have them ready, and I, I expect the Patriots to be ready too. If they're coming into this game 1-3 and three, like we have them, um, slotted at right now i think they're going to be they have to be ready because this is one of those teams that yeah they're probably not going to be the best talent wise but they can slip up any uh they can be anyone at any given date that, that's how you know these hard-nosed teams are that don't have much talent but they're going to play every game so i do have a win here for the patriots i 100 agree with you i i don't have much faith in jared goff um amon ross st brown is a good emerging receiver jameson williams DeAndre won't be healthy swift. by then yeah deandre swift's a tough back to guard Jameson Williams won't be healthy by then. Aiden Hutchinson will be interesting to see what he does and, you know, how he uh, gives fits to our offensive Penny line. Um, yeah, Panay Sewell on there will be great um, to, you know, maybe counteract um, Jude Anna, who's ever over there. So I like the youth of this Detroit Lions team, but I don't have the Patriots losing to him. I think this, you know, when you're one and three sitting here traveling to a team that you should be, you got to figure out a way to win. I think New England does that in week five. What's that corner that they drafted number three overall who got hurt? Um, uh, Jeff Okuda. Yeah, Okuda. Yep, yeah, there you go. Yep. Um, anyways, on to the next week against the Browns week six. That one is on the road. I got the Patriots beating the Browns. Deshaun Watson will not be playing in that game. Another game that won't be as easy as it looks. Uh, the, the Browns have so much talent on that team. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they steal a couple wins from some teams here. But Patriots beating Browns without Deshaun. I think that's... Hopefully, hopefully there's going to be the case here, but uh, I got two wins in a row here for the bats. Yeah, I just realized I said at Detroit. That's totally in New England. I don't know what I was looking at, but um, yeah, at, at Cleveland, Deshaun Watson's a huge loss for them. He he gives us fits no matter who's on his team. Like he is a tough guy to play against. Uh, his ability to move in the pocket, still create with his legs, whether he's running it or uh, extending and you know throwing it down the field. Um, and then Nick Chubb and them are always a good run game, but New England beat a better Cleveland team last year, in my opinion. Um, especially without uh, Deshaun Watson. So they'd be a better team right there. Um, and I, I don't know if the addition of Amari Cooper makes them that much better. Um, they, they you know, still lost a ton of guys. Um, so I, I have a win here too. This this is, you know, getting into the run that I was talking about. But um, I have them beat in Cleveland um, at Cleveland. Yes, I, I do as well. Let's uh, lock Banks said, what's your, uh, what record you guys got so far? I missed it. So, so far, I have lost to the Dolphins, win against the Steelers, lost against the Ravens and Packers, and then wins against Detroit and the Browns. So three and three. I think you have three and three as well, right? I do. You yep. We both have three and three. Okay. Yeah. So we're both three and three so far through six weeks. Uh, then week seven, uh, uh, Red Patriot, we'll touch on that in just a minute. We're almost to that game. Yep. Um, Week seven, we got the Bears on Monday Night Football. We're playing at home. So I uh, I got the Patriots winning this one again, making it three in a row. Uh, Justin Fields, the Bears organization is is horrendous. So I got I got 
Mac over Justin Fields in this one and just kind of the Patriots organization over the Bears in, in general. Totally agree. I've I've never been a major believer in Justin Fields. I think he has talent, but I've never believed that he can, you know, fix the Chicago Bears franchise. So I agree. They 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 traded for Nikhil Harry. That's all you got to say about him. Like they, they they were the team desperate enough to trade for Nikhil Harry. So I'm going to give you New, New England a primetime victory here. <laughs> and then Pats traveled to New York. Uh, week eight, I got the Pats winning that one as well. Yep, both have us on four and zero. Zach Wilson looks like he might be healthy for week one, um, but they did name Flacco the starter, so we'll see how his rehab continues um, to go there. Um, I expect him to be playing by this game, and there's a lot of hype around them. Brees Hall's good. Uh, Elijah Morris expected to have you know a big year um, for them and the receiving core, but Mackay Becton just went down, another season-ending injury for him. So I, I just see New England. You know, they always have. They have the Jets number and they're still a young team. They have a lot of hype around them. People are saying that they could be the team that gets the Bengals type leap. I don't see that. I have the Patriots winning this one. I agree. On to the Colts last week before the bye week. I got the Patriots losing this one. I think it's going to be a close one. Uh, I'll be at that game. So that'll be fun. But Jonathan Taylor, he's a beast. Matt Ryan is a more competent quarterback than Carson Wentz. So if he can just be average this year, I think the Colts are a much better team. That defense is good. That offense is good. Pittman's going to take another step forward. I like this Colts team. I think the Patriots will lose this one, but it'll be close. Yeah, this is the same thing with Baltimore. They ran the ball all over us last year, and Jonathan Taylor and that offensive line are still intact. Michael Pittman's going to step up, and they have a better quarterback in Matt Ryan than they did in Carson Wentz. So maybe they don't have to give the ball to Jonathan Taylor every time in the red zone um, and be so scared that Carson Wentz is going to throw a pick six or an interception and they can't get points. So this one's tough. You'd like to see them get a win and make it five straight going into the bye, but I mean, I, I agree. I, I have them going into the bye with a loss. Yeah. So we both have five and four heading into the bye, uh, heading into the bye week. It's crazy how bad the Patriots played in that Colts game. They still almost won. It was insane. Uh, I really thought they had a chance there. And then Jonathan Taylor just was stabbed Taylor. us Patriots fans in the heart. It, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty sad. Uh, Light Shadow says Pats beat the Lions, Browns, Bears, Jets, but it's possible they drop one of these games. I agree. I think you always have to factor in a a, no team, no win in the NFL is easy very often. I mean, there's some teams that are just horrendous that you can kind of walk over, but for the most part, you got to earn every win. There's teams that fight. There's teams that like to play spoiler, but you also got to account for maybe the Patriots playing spoiler for a team as well. So uh, I think this is going to be a good stretch for them. Hopefully it builds some confidence and is kind of a warm up game for some of the tests they're going to have later in the season, which we'll be getting into shortly because that, that stretch at the end of the season is tough. So after the bye week, Pats play the Jets again, this time at home. Jets are also going to be coming off their bye, I believe. Yep. I got the Patriots winning again. I just It's the Jets. I think they have a ton of talent. I just don't think they're quite there yet. I think in a couple of years, though, they're going to be up here in the division with the rest of the uh, the rest of the teams because they got so much young talent. It's Unless the Jets just continue to be the Jets, they got to start winning at some point. You know what I mean? They just... they. They have drafted so many good, talented players, and they kill it again this year in the draft, adding Sauce Gardner and Garrett Wilson. Um, I just, Brees Hall as well. I just, I think they're not there yet. Yeah, I, they probably had the best draft. When you talk about adding Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, they trade up for Jermaine Johnson, who I would have loved for New England to take, which they probably wouldn't have anyways. Um, and then Brees Hall in the, in the second round, who they trade up again for and get him. Yeah, I, I love this uh, young core, but I don't see them beating New England. This is the one team I have New England sweeping in the AFC East. Um, 
So I have them coming off a bye week with a win, which I believe would be the first time in five years, right? I think that we've lost out of our bye week like four or five years in a row. So that's something crazy because people are talking about for years how Belichick is always when he has more time, he's unbeatable. But the record kind of doesn't say that we've struggled out of the bye week. I don't know why. Yes, for sure. Um, And then we had it right here. Red Patriot asked, how exciting is it that we're playing on Thanksgiving night for the first time in 10 years since the butt fumble? Um, So let's get into it at Minnesota on Thanksgiving Thursday night. This will be a super fun game. Um, This is the. This isn't the other one we're wearing the reds for, is it? No, no the it's bills. the bills on, next week. Yep. Yeah. On Monday yep. night football. So anyways, let's get the oh, Thursday um, night football against the bills. Yes. So next week. let's uh, get um, the score prediction right here. Thanksgiving, big game. I'm so excited for this game. I uh, first off playing on Thanksgiving. That's going to be super exciting and it's later. So it's not like it's in the middle of like, well, for your time zone, it might be kind of in the middle of dinner and stuff like that. But for me, it's, Thanksgiving, you get to eat all the great food. You got pie and all these desserts and all that. And then you just get to go lay in bed and watch the Patriots play football. And then we'll have a podcast at midnight. So <laughs> we'll have to get out of bed and do it again. But no, I I love it. I think it's exciting. The Vikings are one of those teams that is just fun. Their offense is fun to watch. They get some really exciting players. They're a fun fantasy football team to um to have some of their guys like Jefferson I've had for the past couple of years and Dalvin Cook I had for the end of the year last year. They're a fun team to watch. What's going to be awesome is my uh, my two cousins are both Vikings fans, and they're going to be coming over for Thanksgiving. So hopefully they stick around. That'll be, that'll be fun to uh, watch. Hopefully least, they don't stick around because it's that bad. <laughs> hopefully they yeah. don't want to be. Hopefully in they presence. leave. Yes. Hopefully they leave because uh, it's going awful for them. No, but it's uh, so that's going to be another added fun thing for me, just on, on a personal note. But um, I'm excited. We haven't had Thanksgiving game in a while, and. It's always fun to play in prime time, especially when it's on a holiday. I just I know it's not the best for the guys sometimes, but I think Thanksgiving might be a little different where some of them enjoy it um, a little more than times like maybe Christmas and stuff like that. I feel like that's more um, that's a that's a tougher thing to miss. I feel like. Yeah, I, I'd probably rather play on Thanksgiving. We play on Thanksgiving occasionally if we make the playoffs in the FCS and a lot of college football teams do. So I'd rather play on Thanksgiving for me. The thing that makes Thanksgiving special is football. I love the food. Don't get me wrong, but three football games and tons of college games like that. That's what I love about Thanksgiving. Um, So, and obviously, you know, I'm thankful for the the people that came over and the food and stuff. Like I'm thankful for that. I'm not saying it's a worthless holiday, but for me, (laughs) because I love football so much, that's what makes Thanksgiving fun. It's a day you could just sit there, eat some great food and, you know, and maybe you guys do that anyways. Maybe you pop, you just smoke food every Sunday and enjoy Patriots games. Um, but that, that's awesome. But I have oh, a win geez. here. I have, I have a win here. I don't know if you said it. I have, I, I have guess I forgot to predict it. I didn't even yeah. break the game yet. Actually. Um, did you, did you have a win? I did. I, ha- I have a win. I think it's going to be a close one, but I have a win. Patriots pulling it out on prime time and, uh, Mac Judon and a couple of those other guys eating Turkey legs. Uh, yes. As, as the night closes, that'll be awesome. But I, I um, agree with Carlos here. This is like, the, I feel like Minnesota's the flip of the lions. They have the talent. They have the team and the offensive firepower to be really dang good. But so, for some reason, and sometimes Kirk Cousins and them always find a way to trick off the game. So I agree. Primetime game. Give New England the win here. Um, that that will be a fun, a fun game. The one thing that does suck is that New England only has four days of rest from the Jets game to the Thursday night game. We'll see how that factors in, but I'm excited for that. Also, yeah, good point here. Primetime Kirk. So uh, you, like that? you like that? You like that? Yeah, um, 
But I agree with Carlos here. It's funny if you look at, I think there's some type of stat that was like their record if you take out the last couple minutes of a game or whatever it was. And I mean, and they were dominant or one score games or whatever it was. Um, they, they are a really good football team and they just find ways to blow it. I don't know if that's coaching. I don't know if the coaching change will help with that. I don't know if it's something with the quarterback they have or the players. I think Kirk is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the NFL though, because yep. the numbers he puts up, I know they have great offensive pieces, but the numbers he puts up, everybody hates on Kirk so much. And he's, he's not a horrible quarterback. Like people make him out to be, he puts up big numbers every year. I'm sure other quarterbacks, like if Mac Jones had Justin Jefferson, Dalvin cook, and some of those other guys that they have, I think we might see a similar thing, but um, I just, I think Kirk cousins is, is more talented. Than some people give him credit for. Yeah. I mean, since 2015, he's only had one season under 4,000 yards. I mean, 4,000 yards is a pretty big accomplishment in the NFL for any quarterback. So I agree with you there, but um, let's move on home game. This will be on uh Thursday night too. So two Thursday night games back to back, which is interesting, but it's uh, good that we're going to get seven days of rest after the short week. Um, but Buffalo comes into town, a tough one. Um, the Super Bowl favorite right now, and you know, a lot of firepower on that team added Von Miller. Um, and New England split with them last year. So wh- what do you got here for the Bills game? I got the Bills. Uh, can you say that again? I got the Bills. Say a little bit louder for the people in the back. I got the Patriots winning those. No, the you Bills. don't. <laughs> I got the Bills. I got the Bills. It's just they're in two different classes right now. And until the Patriots can prove us something in this season that this offensive scheme and that the defense can hold up, I just they're Super Bowl favorites for the reason right now. I get the Bills winning this one. Yeah. And it's a shame. This is a horrible time to wear the red jerseys. Why wouldn't you wear them on Thanksgiving against the Vikings? Agreed. Have cool purple colors too. They could wear the like color rush. That would be yeah. sick. That would be sick. But yeah. no, we got to wear it against the Bills and lose. It's Or we whoop their ass in it. Who knows? But no, I agree with you. This, I mean, the thing is, is we're thinking of the Patriots in the state they are right now. I mean, we don't know where they're going to be in five weeks from now. I mean, so this could totally change. And we don't know. I mean, I said this before injuries on both sides of the ball or on both teams too. We don't know what's going to happen. So this game's a toss up for me in new England. If we're going to take one from Buffalo, I think it's in new in new England. So it's this week, but you know, right now schedule prediction, I have a loss here too. Um, this is, this is tough. I mean, Josh Allen gives us fits no matter what. Um, Gabriel Davis is an emerging receiver. Stefan Diggs, Dawson Knox just got signed to a big extension. They added Von Miller. They have a great secondary. This is a tough game um, to win. So I, I have Buffalo too. No faith. All right, Patriots wow. Cardinals in in Arizona. I got the uh, I got the Patriots. I know the Cardinals are a good team. I know they'll have D Hop back by then, but I just late season Kyler Murray always seems to be more like. Uh, early uh let's say early last season zach wilson or like a mark sanchez or like you know any of those guys um sam darnold when he was seeing ghosts just (laughs) kyler murray kyler murray is just bad at the end of the year he's just worn down he's a small dude and and by then he's taken too many hits maybe they'll be more aware of that keep him healthy for the entire season and, and then that'll be a much tougher game but Kyler, when he's hurt towards the end of the season, he just doesn't play like the same guy. He's not the same electric quarterback he is when he's healthy early in the year and they go undefeated for the first 10 weeks. Yeah. So um, I just I'm I'm assuming that there's going to be some wear and tear and then the level of play will be dropped off a little bit. That team is really good, though. They got a, like a lot of these teams are playing 
some good offensive pieces. D hop Rondell Moore. I know Christian Kirk left, but um, I think they have Zach Ertz still. And, and they got a couple guys in their defense, Buda Baker, JJ Watt. So another tough game, but I got the Patriots winning this one. Yeah. Give me the, the W here too. I agree. Arizona late in the season is really, really bad for some reason. They look like a Super Bowl contender every year, probably through eight weeks. And then the back half of the year, they really seem to stink it up. So, yeah, I'm I'm going to go with the Patriots winning here. Yeah. Light Shadow says, I'm just hoping we make the Bills pun. Forget about the win. That's facts. Yes. Me too. Please. That'd be nice. Uh, we safety will look different after the Bills Cardinals games. Yeah. Yep. Well, I think we'll see a lot of different looks with the uh, the safety depth that we have on this team. I, I think you and I were talking about it the other day that we might see all four or five safeties on the field at once at one point. Just yeah. you never know uh, just with the different skill sets they have. But moving on, staying on that side of the country, Las Vegas playing against the Raiders versus Josh McDaniels. I got the Raiders. I mean, they got so much talent. I just. They get a ton of talent. Josh McDaniels, former head coaches, never goes well for some reason against the Patriots. You'd think it'd be the other way around, but it's not. Raiders win this one, and uh, that's what I got. Yeah, De- Devontae Adams, I mean, he cooked Jalen Mills one day, and then Jalen Mills had a good day against him. You're, you're not going to continually slow down uh, Devontae Adams, and Darren Waller is very tough to guard if he's healthy. And Hunter Renfro is a short white receiver, and Josh McDaniels has made millions of dollars off of short white receivers in his offensive system. So this Take is him be in fantasy game. football and, is what you're saying. Yes, <laughs> but th- this is weird. Like when you look at college football and you look at Nick Saban, none of his assistants beat him until Kirby Smart beat him last year. I feel like that's the exact opposite with Bill Belichick, Vrabel, Flores. I mean, we'll see with McDaniels, guys that coached under Belichick. Even Patricia beat him. True. Yes. Oh, my gosh, he did. So they seem to have his number. It's it's crazy. So I agree. Um, this will be tough, too, for New England because they don't fly back from Arizona to New England. They're just staying on that side of the um, country because it's only going to be six days of rest in be- or Yeah, six days of rest in between because it goes from. Um, Monday a night Monday Sunday. night game to a Sunday night game. So they're just going to stay on the West Coast so they don't have to, you know, deal with jet lag, jet lag the time change. So that's going to be a tough road trip right there. I I, I don't know how that's going to go, Um, but I have them losing to the Raiders. That is four primetime games in a row. Thursday, Thursday, yep. Monday, Sunday. Primetime look Pats, baby. Des- look who decided to show up. Boston wow. headline. Waits till the... Halfway through the week one episode. Unbelievable. Wow. Uh, At right. least he showed up. We're happy to have you, Boston. Like, good, good for you to be back. So, uh, Light Shadows. Pats lose to the Bills. Think we beat the Cardinals, but I'm not confident in this one. Yeah, that's going to be a toss-up game. It, it really all depends how the Cardinals are playing. If they're playing like early season Cardinals, probably a loss. If they're playing like late season Cardinals, probably a win. So we'll see. Carlos says he'll be at the game in Vegas. Hopefully he's not paying to watch them lose. I think even if they lose... That stadium, that experience, I'm sure is going to be a blast. So hopefully, uh, hopefully you'll still enjoy it, even if if they uh, don't come out on top. But next, uh, next yeah, one, that, that's that. the one game I'm trying to get to, depending on my football schedule, because it's five hours away from me. I'm trying to get to that game. So that would be fun. I went to the Pac-12 championship in Allegiant. Crazy good stadium. So that will be a fun game. Yeah, that would be that would be a crazy one to go to. It's a little too a little too far for me. I think it's probably yeah. I think it's probably more than a it's a it's flight. like a six hour flight for you. Yeah, probably yeah. at least. Um, after that, we got Pats back home Christmas Eve against the Bengals. I got a uh, I got a loss in that one. 
Yeah, this is tough. Like we mentioned, Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, that's a deadly combo. They got better on the defensive side. They got better on the offensive line, too, and that was one of their biggest deficiencies. So T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Joe Mixon, like you said, offensive line revamped. That's that's a good football team. Tough, tough, tough game right there. So, yep, I have a uh, loss there also. Dolphins, New Year's Day. I mean, what? just so many, like... So many big dates for the Patriots. <laughs> That's here. crazy. Um, you might be surprised. I got the Patriots winning this one. I got the Patriots winning this one. I got the weather factor, the weather being a factor for the Dolphins, as it usually is for the Patriots late in the year. I think I'm hoping that they're used to the snow and Miami is not. They're still living in their 85 degree sun uh, in January. And hopefully that that's helps the Patriots out. I'm sure the Dolphins will be playing in some other cold environments as well to get used to it. But I'm hoping the Patriots get a little advantage here and, and maybe can run the ball and, and do their thing and slow down some of these speedy receivers. Hopefully uh, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill's legs are going to be a little slower in the uh, in the 30 degree temperatures in Foxborough. I, I will say I did know you were going to pick the Patriots to go nine and eight, but I did not think that we would have the exact same predictions. So we, uh, yeah, we've been the same. I, on I, I, I don't see them beating Buffalo in Buffalo. I don't know. Um, and, and I think that if you're if you don't want to get swept by Miami, you know this uh, right now at our bo- both of us have them at nine and eight, finishing the year with a win against Miami, then losing to Buffalo. That's still probably not enough to get into the playoffs with how loaded the AFC is on you know the up top to bottom. You got the AFC West that three teams might get in, and a fourth one might be pushing for the other spot um, in the wild card. So I, I don't know. I, I have them winning against Miami, and then maybe they go into Buffalo, and it's like a must win game, but. I don't see them going into Buffalo and doing that unless Buffalo's resting. resting their starters. Yeah, that was what I was But we well. don't know about that right now. You can't predict that. And yet, you can't so. predict that. You can't. Maybe they're fighting for the one seed, and it's totally different now. Not the top two seeds get a bye, so only the number one seed gets a bye. So maybe they do have to play their guys for that. But if they have it locked up like a lot of people think that they will, that might not be the case. Hopefully so. the Bills are the one fighting for a playoff spot, and we're resting our starters because we have the one seed locked up. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be the case, though. Yes. Uh, Red Patriot is going to the home opener against the Ravens, That'll and he's 2-0 and at Gillette. Bring the good luck. Okay, well, we need go, it. Go to every game. Yes. Go to every game. I don't care. On the road, home, just you got to make the sacrifice for the Patriots this year. Yes. We, we need to uh, we need to get some wins. We need to get some wins on our belt. <laughs> um, for sure. So that that brings us to our final record predictions. Uh, I didn't. I did not think we we're going to have the same thing either. I thought, yeah, I thought there would be a little variation. Like maybe you'd pick a loss against Minnesota and maybe get a win again. At first, I had New England beating Cincinnati, and the more I thought about it, the more I, yeah, probably not. So, yeah, I, I think there's a. I mean, some Super Bowl teams sometimes regress, uh, but it just seems like they added more pieces and it's a young team. So I don't think there's going to be much regression there. I think the Bengals are going to be a, a contender this year. Yeah, for sure. Well, let's move on. Um, We still got to get to our game preview, so we're going to try to fly through this. Keep the comments coming. Keep liking. Make sure you guys subscribe to the content. Um, But let's get into our season predictions for stat lines. Um, Let's go into the quarterback position first of huge um, up or a huge uptick that we're hoping to see in max stats um, from 3,800 yards, 22 touchdowns and 13 interceptions last year, I believe. So uh, pretty similar in yards here for me and Cole. He has uh, 4,250 yards. I have 4,200 on the dot. Um, I do have a little bit more. I have him breaking the 30 touchdown mark and staying under the 10 um, interception mark. So what are your thoughts on your predictions, Cole, right here? And, you know, how do you see this playing out? 
Yeah, I just I kind of have improvement in all areas. Uh, I, I think the touchdowns weren't as close to yours just because I, I feel like the, the Patriots at the end of the day still like to run the ball at the goal line. And if they can be more of a passing threat in the red zone, I think he'll get more touchdowns, obviously. But I also think if they're a little more versatile, it'll make it easier to run the ball in the red zone and, and they'll still get a, a lot of touchdowns there. So uh, I have a couple less interceptions. I still think with the new offense, maybe with Devontae Parker, um, being a 50 50 ball receiver, maybe Mac takes some more risks with the deep ball this year. I just, I think some of that stuff might lead to just a couple less interceptions. But overall, I, I think that he's going to be a much, I think he's going to be an improved quarterback from what he was last year. And, and, I have him improving in each one of these stack categories. Yeah, and as much as people don't want to admit it, he has an improved receiving core. Like, we only expect Kendrick Bourne and Nelson Aguilar to get better. Once Tyquan Thornton gets healthy, hopefully he, you know, has an impact um, on the second half of the season. Devontae Parker, if he's fully healthy and playing all 17 games, I, I expect him to have a huge year. Jonu Smith can't play any worse than he did last year. And I think Ramondre is going to be a great pass catching back out of the backfield this year and running the ball. So, I really do think he has a, a better receiving core. I don't know if it's, you know, elite. It's definitely not elite. Uh, I should t- say that, but he has a better receiving core. And if all these guys stay healthy and, you know, play up to the expectations they have, he, he'll easily like break the 30 touchdowns in my mind. Yeah. I, I hope that's the case. That'd be, uh, that'd be nice. Now we'll, uh, uh, we'll touch, actually we'll touch on this comment from block banks in just a second as mm-hmm. we get to more of our season predictions, but so this is going to be our predictions for the rushing yard leader, the uh, receiving yards leader, sack leader, and interception. So we'll start off with the rushing. We both agree from Andre Stevenson. Damian Harris, obviously, might be the favorite for some people. I just think Ramondre, I don't know. I just, I like Ramondre a lot. I think he has a higher ceiling than Damian Harris at the end of the day because of his receiving and rushing ability. And I think that he's going to be more of a three-down player than Damian Harris will be this season. So I think... I think Ramondre might start taking over as the lead back at some point, maybe later in the year, especially if they don't think they're going to bring Damian Harris back. Maybe they'll end up using Damian and just trying to, if they're not going to bring him back, just run him into the ground, which is not great to say, but that's kind of how some teams approach things. Unfortunately, it's, it is a business and they want to get the most out of their player, but I, uh, I like Ramondre a lot and I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah. Massive, massive role for Ramondre because a lot of us don't expect Damian Harris to be back. I don't see New England giving him the money unless he takes a discount. Um, and so I, I see Ramondre both in rushing and uh, pass catching. Um, depending on how long Ty Montgomery's out for, he'll have an extended role no matter what. And I think that he'll be great in it. He's more explosive than Damian Harris. Damian Harris probably runs harder. But if you're talking about you know making guys miss in short spaces um, and then being able to pull away from guys, I think Ramondre's done a great job at improving um, his stamina, his speed, quickness, stuff like that. So. I have high hopes for Ramondre, and if you look at him, he he's he's the future. So I, I think that he's going to have a big year, and he's going to lead the Patriots in rushing. And I agree with you. I think towards the end of the year, if him and Damian Harris are neck and neck, you're probably going to see Bill give the nod to Stevenson because, like I mentioned, he's going to be the guy that's going to be here for longer. Yeah, I agree. Moving on to receiving, I got Jacoby Myers. You got Devontae Parker. What's your reasoning for that? Yeah, and I saw a comment down here. It was Andrew right here. Devontae Parker's never been healthy. Yeah, he's never been fully healthy, but he's he played – in 14 games last year, so he only missed three, which that, that's significant. He played in 16 the year before, so he only missed one. Um, he Or sorry, no, that was all 16 because that was still the 17-game schedule. Or, yeah. The, uh, wait, am I saying that right? 
No, it was the 16-game schedule in 19. So he played all of his games. He missed 5 and 18. He missed 3 and 17. He missed 1 and 16. So he's not missing a ton of time. He's never not played at least 11 games. Yes, yes. And so, and you go look at his stats. Like last year, he had 73 targets and 515 yards. So say that he plays the seven games because it's a 17-game season, um, the extra seven games that he missed. I fully expect him. So I have my stats. I have Parker at 900 yards. And when you look at him, he has the most talent on this team. He's a first round draft pick for a reason. And when he did have a healthy season in only 16 games, he had 1200 yards and nine touchdowns. And Mac and him have had a great connection through camp and he wanted to be here. That's the biggest thing is like, he didn't get traded here just out of the dolphins trying to get him away. Like he wanted to be here. His agent found a way to get him here and he's been excited to be here. So I have Devonte Parker having a big year here. And just cross your fingers he stays healthy because if he stays healthy, he will have a big year. I, I can guarantee you that. I would love to see that. I really want to see Devontae make a big difference this year. That would be awesome. I got Jacoby Myers, kind of more of a safe bet, just with Kendrick Bourne. Question marks about him. I think Jacoby's Mr. Reliable. I think Devontae and Aguilar will benefit off the deep ball, more yards, obviously. But I just think I think Jacoby's going to have a ton of receptions this year and be that underneath guy that we've always seen. And hopefully he can create after the catch a little better than he has his entire career so far, because that's a big aspect of his game that he can improve. And if he does that, he's going to continue to be a better and better receiver because he gets open and he catches the football. It's just what he does afterwards isn't as impressive as it is for a guy like Kendrick Bourne or Johnu Smith, guys like that. So uh, Devontae, I, I got high hopes for him. I really hope he's the player that we expect him to be and hope he know he can be when healthy. Uh, I just, he's got to stay healthy and, do his thing and we'll see how how the season plays out with his wide receiver group but i am excited about a few of the different guys we got yeah. i don't think i don't think warren's taking yeah. a step back i'm not saying that um his training camp was very slow yeah so there's there's a lot of people concerned about that i think he's more of a game player i think he'll he'll show up when the lights are on but you gotta just you gotta at least pay attention to it and think okay maybe this new offense maybe he's not gonna have as good of a year but i don't think he'll necessarily take a step back yeah, and I, I kind of want to answer that question and then this one, how great do you think Kendrick Bourne will be in a second year? If we didn't add Devontae Parker, this would be my next at next pick for receiving leader. I think he has the juice. He's elusive. Um, he's a playmaker with the ball in his hands. He'd be my next pick, and I don't think he takes a step back at all. Like I see him right around the 800-yard range like he was last year, but the reason for that is because there's a lot of other guys on the team. you got two great tight ends. I expect Jonu Smith to be way more involved. Devontae Parker is going to take some targets away. Jacoby Myers needs to get targets because he's that good and reliable. So there's a lot of targets um, to be shared throughout this team because although we don't have the top-tier guy that's going to get you know, 12, 15 targets a game, you're going to be throwing the ball probably 30, 40 times with Mac. Um, you know, hopefully you don't, hopefully the run game is better than what it was, but if you are throwing it and there's four or five guys plus tight ends that you can really throw the ball to probably six times a game. So I just don't see them as many opportunities for targets there um, with Kendrick Bourne. That's why I don't have him up there. Yeah, I agree. This is tough because you got a lot of guys that are going to finish around the same mark. So it's not like, like for the Vikings, you know, Justin Jefferson, you know what I mean? Forget like guys like that. Um, but this is a lot more even of a receiving core. There's not a true number one. It's more of a bunch of twos like we've kind of touched on. So uh, next one, sack leader. And this is, leads right into this question, wherever it went. Uh, there we go. From Block Banks, what do you think Barmore can be in year two? Yeah, I knew you'd pick Judon, so I threw a change up in. Um, yeah, Judon's the easy answer. Judon's I mean? the easy answer. And I think I went with Uche last year, and I don't expect we Barmore to be right. 
But if there's a guy other than Judon, and Amphrey Jennings has shown a ton of great potential, I think that it's going to be Barmore. I really think I had it. I put nine sacks down for him, and I I think that uh, Matt Judon passes that for sure. But I wanted to be a little different. I wanted to say that I think that Barmore can push to get 10 sacks this year. That's how explosive. That's how twitchy. And he was so close to so many sacks last year, but he just couldn't get them, man. He was, I mean, he was like, what, second in all of rookies and pressures um, through all positions, like not just defensive tackles. Like he was up there in pressures. I think he was at like 40 something. Um, Yeah. So I, I expect him to have more pressures, more sacks, capitalize on those opportunities. I, I have Barmore having a huge year. And although maybe I should have picked him as my true pick, I just wanted to be a little different and, you know, highlight how good I think Barmore is going to be. Yeah, I, I like Barmore a lot. A lot of, lot of hope in him. Could be the next great Patriot on this D-line. I just, I got a ton of confidence in his ability and what he can do. If he can just be a little more stout in the run game, he could be a great player for a long time for us. So I like what he can, I like what he can do. I think he applies a ton of pressure to the quarterback, like you mentioned, some of those stats. I think it's just tough. It, it's a little bit tougher for a guy, a defensive tackle, I feel like, to get those numbers. It's, it'll feel like it's a little easier for a guy on the edge, and, and Judon's just a beast. So hopefully, if he can sustain his success from the first half of the season through a whole season, I mean, you were talking about Judon being the the leader for sacks in the entire NFL last year at one point. You know what I mean? He was on pace for that. Uh, so... I love Judon. I love Barmore. I think they're both going to make a huge impact this year, and we're going to need Barmore to step up. We're going to need him to be the guy we know he can be if he continues to progress and make a, if he makes a year-two jump. That's going to help this defense out a lot, and we're going to need him creating havoc up the middle and and really pushing the pocket and uh, making quarterbacks uncomfortable to help the secondary out. For sure. Well, let's move on. We got interceptions leaders next. Uh, Adrian Phillips was the... Uh, my pick last year, I think, which I, I really liked, but JC Jackson just had a tremendous year. So Cole goes Adrian Phillips again. I go Jonathan Jones. What's your reasoning here? I almost, you know who I almost went with? I almost went with Jack Jones. I, I dude, I I had it typed up and then I didn't send it. Really? I did. I, I almost went Jack I Jones. Did. Not saying he's going to be a lockdown corner by any means necessarily. The aggressiveness and his instinct to find the football he missed, he dropped, he had a couple picks in his hands and he dropped them. So he's got to be more sure-handed. But in the preseason, you can see his ability to certainly, I mean, fire when as soon as as soon as that ball is out, he is reacting and he is shooting to the wide receiver and trying to make a pick, trying to get a pick six, whatever. I, I just I almost picked him. I almost wish I did. But Adrian Phillips, I feel like he's just always around the football. Um uh, DMAC is another guy that you could throw in there as well. But I don't know. I, I like Phillips. I think he's was kind of always up there in interceptions behind JC when he was here. So now that JC's gone, I'm going to say Adrian Phillips stays around the football and, and gets a few more picks. Yeah, I, I love that pick. I also block uh, bank says Kyle Duggar. I think that's another really good pick um, there. I just, I don't know how involved he's going to be in the passing game. Um, obviously he's going to have to guard some tight ends, but I think he's going to be a super box heavy guy. Um, and I, I'd almost choose probably Devin McCourty to have more interceptions than Duggar. Duggar will get some, but with him not playing, you know, in the post, unless he does a little bit, um, I don't see him doing that. So I went with Jonathan Jones um, coming off an injury last year. And he, he was talking about a guy that had a lot of opportunities. Just ask Cole because Cole always picked in his hot takes that Jonathan Jones would have an interception and he never did. And then the one week he didn't, he did have an interception. And then, you know, he uh, spent the rest of the year on IR. So, I believe in Jonathan Jones. They're moving him out to outside corner. He's going to have a little bit more opportunities there. Um, 
And, you know, he he's a guy that I think can be the next great corner that out of New England. And hopefully, you know, he we just signed him to a contract extension. So hopefully, you know, he develops into that. He could be a great outside corner at, uh, beside uh, Jonathan Jones. But I have high hopes for Jonathan or sorry, behind J- or uh, with Jalen Mills. And then, you know, get the young guys, J- uh, Jack Jones get coming up there. But I like Jonathan Jones. I really do think that he's going to have a big year. All right, this is the tougher one right here. Is pick the number of interceptions uh, for our interception leader. Uh, you go first. Yeah, I, I had I had Jonathan Jones at four. I, I'm I'm gonna I, I would say maybe five would be the max for me. But I, I mean, eight last year by Jonathan or by JC Jackson's crazy. You can't predict that. So I'm I'm gonna go with four. Yeah, I'm gonna say three or four. I'm gonna say three or four. I just I don't see anybody as being that much of a ball magnet on this defense. Like as far as that goes uh, in the secondary. So I'm going to say three or four, but I feel like the interceptions we're going to get are going to be pretty spread out. So I don't think anybody's going to have numbers like JC. That's just, that's insane. So yes, less than six. Uh, light shadows. But. Um, all right, let's move on. So after this, now we have, we're, we're into the game predictions, aren't we? Yeah. Do you want to, are we doing over, uh, are we doing the over unders first and then the score predictions and that stuff at the end? Yeah. Yep. Okay. okay. So you can go first. What do you think's the best way to do, to go? Uh, where where should we start? We usually start with quarterbacks, right? And then running backs and go down. Yes. So let's start with our oh, before we get into this, I gotta do an ad read. So all these picks are coming to you by Underdog Fantasy, our sponsor. Um, underdog fantasy. So these are the pickums off of underdog, right? It's the easiest way to get some action on the NFL. It's underdog fantasy and their pickum game. Just pick over or under on your favorite or least favorite player stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy to use website and mobile apps. Pick between two and five players to fill out your pickum slips, get every pick right, and take home some cold hard cash. Use our code Patriot Drive, which is right here um, on the screen or in the bio. Um, to get your first deposit matched up to $100. So Cole, I think in the preseason, did a $20 bet on one of the preseason games. And what, you would have won $200 if you would have hit yeah. on it, and you were like yeah. one pick away? Yeah, I th- it was like 10 or 20 bucks. I did a five-leg parlay, and I would have won 200 bucks. And I was half a yard away from winning the 200 bucks. So I was so close. Uh, JJ Taylor, uh, the over-under was like 28 and a half yards, and I picked over and he had 28 yards so i i mean <laughs> i was literally half a yard a yard away uh from one of the 200 bucks so yeah this this app is awesome it's super fun i highly recommend it and it's a great opportunity if you guys even if you guys say hey you know what i just want to put in 10 bucks use the code patch drive and they'll match it they'll give you another 10 bucks so you got 20 bucks to bet with you can throw five bucks here and there whatever you want to do but it's an it's an awesome uh awesome opportunity they'll basically double your money that you're that you're going to put in there and then uh, you guys can bet along with us. You guys can tell us what you think of these bets. But um, I think starting probably next week, we'll we'll pull up underdog and and we'll start doing some of these slips for you guys and and doing them with you guys. So you can see what we're picking and we'll each have our individual things that that we're doing, obviously. But it's gonna be fun. So I'm super excited about this partnership that that we got going on here, and I think it's gonna be really fun for us to do this year and and see how how the picks do and uh, how we're doing overall. 
for sure. And of course, it helps support the channel. Um, using our promo yep. code helps support us, which we don't expect anything but to help keep growing um, and show your support. And then also, we have the super chat available um, if you ever want to, you know, donate a tip or something and then get your question highlighted. Um, and we, we try to answer a ton of questions, but if you get a, a question in here, um, highlight or if you get a question you're highlighted we're more entitled to read it and we will read it so and then like the real brava says yes it's legal in 40 of the 50 states so it's not yeah. like a it's not like a draft book like they um definitely will let you on here um, most likely so uh that is way better than most draft books it's and way exciting. more widespread yes. and uh, accepted by way more states like uh gambling is not legal where i live but <coughs> underdog fantasy is it, it's yes. it's not the same uh sports book stuff so um I'm glad to have this. I'm glad to be able to do this. It, it's a, it's super fun website to use. I, I will say that. And it's not just football. Do you like other sports too? Yes. I did a baseball one, a five leg parlay for the Red Sox. And I got four out of five on that too. So I almost won another 200 bucks there. So uh, it's super fun, but you'll see our bet slips. We're going to make one for each game uh, starting probably next week uh, just to get a feel for everything. And and we don't have a ton of time since we had a lot to go over on this episode. So yep. Speaking of that, though, guys, go check that out. Use our code and uh, we will get right into it for sure. Well, let's get right into it. They have Mac Jones over under 227 and a half yards. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. I think it'll be close, but I'm going to go under just to start the season. We don't know what this team looks like. I think maybe we're losing later in the game and Mac gets past this, but I don't know. I just our running game concerns me, which makes me think our passing game will be better, but we just, this offensive line has been horrible. I don't have confidence that this offense is going to be firing on all cylinders, especially against a defense like Miami. Yeah, that's tough. The The run game, I don't expect to be top-notch week one after all the reports we've heard, and that concerns you about the pass game. I hope we're wrong. I hope they run for 200 I, yards. Like, we just, I hope everything we know from preseason is just thrown out the window, and this team is dominant. That'd be that, amazing. That'd be incredible, but... um. I'm, I'm going to go with the over here. I, I do believe, you know, that they're going to, Max going to come out. He's going to throw the ball effectively, new targets, a lot of guys to throw the ball to. It's going to be tough because they have Xavier Howard. They have a ton of great guys in the secondary. And if our pass uh, blocking can't hold up, that will be scary. But I, I'm going to give the benefit of the doubt. Our run game's not going to get too many yards, in my opinion. So I think our pass game has to get uh, some. Yep. Yep. Um, let's uh, move. is over and Light Shadows is over. There we uh, go. That's what we like to see. So let's move on right here. Flip side of this to us. So say you were to do a two leg parlay, you could choose max over two as under um, that would double your money. And then if you were to do three picks, it triples four picks, it quadruples five picks at five times your money. So if you're adding on to all these picks, that'd be cool. But to a 233 and a half passing yards. I am. Uh, I'm going to go over on this one. I just think, I mean, their weapons they have around them is ridiculous. So I think it's going to be tougher to not have success this year. Yeah, I, I'm I'm going under two, um, or sorry, you went over, right? I went over. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm actually going to go under. I I think that the way that the way that Miami plays and their RPO style. Now this might change with Tyree Kill. He might be able to throw the ball down the field, but they want to get the ball out of to his hands fast, and that turns into you know a lot of little completions. So. I'm actually going to have faith in this secondary that I thought was pretty dang good and surprised me in the preseason. I'm going to have faith in them. I'm going to go with the under here um, and have Tua going for under 233 and a half. All right. Two different ones to start there. I like it. I like it. That's better than this uh, record predictions. So um, let's move on, though. Let's move to the running backs right here. We have Damian Harris. They have him over under 
uh, 54 and a half rushing yards. So just uh, just to do an example um, of the underdog sports book. So if, if you bet over or under on Mac and then did the same thing on Tua for passing yards. Oh, on uh, I think the lines might have changed. Mac Jones is up to 237 and a half for passing yards. Really? I yeah. literally just made this like four hours ago. That's crazy. I know. I don't know why that changed. That's odd. But um, so if you did that, like you said, it would go from one X for one bet to three X and then six X, 10 X, 20 X. So if you bet 10 bucks on just an over under for Mac Jones and an over under for Tua, if you win, you get 30 bucks. You bet 50 bucks, you get 150 bucks. You add another pick in there. You bet 10 bucks, you're going to get 60. You bet fifty bucks, you're going to get three hundred. So, um, it, it's it's especially if you know the team well, and we go through these every week. It's a great opportunity to to have fun and uh, make some make some good picks and and uh, make some money. For sure. Well, um, Damian Harris, fifty four and a half rushing yards. I, I got the under here. I, him and Ramondre will Ramondre will split carries, and maybe you'll see a couple from Pierre Strong if Ty Montgomery's healthy. Maybe you'll see some from him. Um, but I don't have a lot of faith in the offensive line right now, so I'm I'm going the under. I'm going the under as well. I think it'll be close. Hopefully, hopefully it's over. But 50 yards is not a lot, so taking the under here just shows you where we're at with this team right now. As far yeah. as we haven't seen it yet, so we don't know. But all we've seen is preseason, and it's been ugly. So I'm going to say under as well. Yep. Um, moving on, Chase Edmonds, their new running back. Sorry, I clicked on the wrong one. Um, Hill might half over 100 yards just on his own. He he might. But that's the other thing is he might get 100 and, you know, we'll see what the other guys do. So but let's move on. Chase Edmonds, 45 and a half rushing yards. He's their new addition in the backfield. Really the one guy that takes over as the lead back um, there. Yep. So what do you got here? They got Mostert, too. But I think Chase Edmonds is going to be more yeah. featured as a uh, all around player. And uh, that's why I took him on my fantasy team. The other day. <laughs> um, I, uh, I have him, too. I'm not going to lie. In one of you? my leagues, in one of my leagues, I do have him. All right. I got Chase Edmonds going over on this. Uh, even though the Pats rushing defense, I think is going to be better. I think eventually Miami's going to have a lead and have to run the ball. And I, I, th I think they'll have some success. I just, the RPOs and just, I don't know. I don't know what it is. The, the dolphins just seem to have the Patriots number recently. And I, uh, I got the over for that one. Yeah, that's uh it, it's not a lot for a guy that probably will see the bulk of their carries. So yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going with the uh, over. It'll be a factor in the also. passing game too. He will, sure. he will. So um, this would uh, they didn't have a total yards one. This would have been maybe they do now. This would have been interesting to see what his total yards over under. Yeah. Been, but yep. um, let's move on to the receivers. Devontae Parker played his old team right here. Um, Forty three and a half receiving yards. I really want. I'm going to say I'm going to say over. Yeah, I'm going to say Thank over. You. I'm going to say he gets revenge on his. I don't know, though. Xavier Howard versus Parker. That's not great, but I'm going to say I'm going to say over. I'm going to have confidence in him having vengeance against his old team and breaking a play or making a big contested catch down the field and then just contributing the rest of the game a little bit. So I'm going to go over and have confidence, but I, I kind of want to say under, but I'm not. I, I, I totally agree with you. I have high expectations for Devontae Parker this year. Old team. Um, I, I think that he's going to have a big week one game and we know he's going to be healthy for week one. So let him go out there and eat. Um, I think that he's going to be a big factor, like I just said. So I, I'm going to be over here also. Um, let's move on to the other half of this. Tyree Kill 
getting close to 70, 68 and a half receiving yards. This is get scary. And I know someone already mentioned it in the comments. He could have a hundred yards on his, his own. And really it takes one play and you're probably at 50, maybe not 60 yards for Tyreek Hill with his explosiveness. So what do you got here? I want to go over, even though I think they'll do a better job than some people think to contain him. I think Jalen Waddle is going to be the one who tears us up because I think we're going to put so much focus on, uh, Tyreek Hill. So I'm still going to go over. I think he'll have maybe 80 something yards. And then I think Jalen Waddle might be the one who actually ends up doing better just because of how much tension we got on Tyreek. So I'm going to go over. Yeah. Um, it scares me because I right now I we have fast, explosive guys, but they're inexperienced. I don't know who's going to guard him. We didn't have many guys that could guard him when he was with Kansas City. Not many Duncan guys Jones. in the NFL can guard him. Um, so are you going to sit in a ton of zone coverage? And I know Bill Belichick has seen him enough where he knows how to stop him. So this is hard for me. I'm, I'm going to say the over also. Um, I would like to see him go under because I think that if he goes under, New England has a really good chance at winning this game. Um, but I'm going to go with the over also. So that that sucks. I think but, Jonathan Jones will cover him yeah. for the most part. I think they'll play a lot of zone too, though. But I think when he's in man, I think Jonathan Jones will cover him and, and have McCordy over the top like they've done in the past. Yeah, which, you know, has worked at times and can also still eat you up. That's how good he is. So um, let's move on. So this is something that's cool about uh, Underdog Fantasy. This is kind of their thing. So this is the Rivals mode. So along with the Pickums, they also have Rivals. So you choose. So right now, they have uh, Mac Jones getting one and a half more completions than Tua. So how this works is if you choose Mac, all he has to do is get two or more completions than Tua, and you get your money, or it's part of your pick em. You win the bet. Now, if you pick Tua, all he has to do is get one or uh, more, or he could technically get one less than Mac Jones or more than Mac Jones, and you get your money on that. So this is kind of an interesting one. They say that Mac is going to have two more completions than um, Tua, technically one and a half, but right, if he gets two more, that's how you're going to win it. So what do you have here? Do you think Mac is going to throw for more completions than Tua? So if Tua gets 24 completions and Mac gets 23, Mac gets 24 and a half. Yes. Yeah. So pretty much you, you take Tua's and you take off one and a half, take off one and a half. And that yep. would be, yes, I'm still going to go with Tua. Really? Yep. I'm going to go with Mac here. I think that Mac is going to, he's going to, with the way we think that this offense is going in the run game. I think that Mac is going to have to have more completions to him because we're going to have to have a ton of passing yards, and we're going to have to be super productive um, like Mac was last year. So I'm actually going to go with Mac. Now, that's kind of scary because Tua has so many pitch and catch throws. Like, it, it's easy for him. He's it's just all, you know, it's RPO, all short shit. But he's still not the most accurate quarterback. So I, I'm going to go on a limb here. And I'm going to say Mac Jones. Also, deep threat wide receivers. Now they got guys who make big plays. So that would be, if you can get 50 yards on one play, that's a lot less completions than Last year, when that would have been 10 plays for the Dolphins, just because how many short throws, the RPOs, and all that stuff. But um, yeah, I'm going to go with Tua. Cool. You got a couple Tua's, got a couple Max in there. So we got, uh, um, you know, about 50 50. That's good. So um, let's move on, though. Over under on the game. We already gave our win or loss predictions, but now we got the Patriots, the Dolphins. The over under is 46 and a half points right here. Um, we'll get into our score predictions, but this will kind of tell. But what do you got here? You have to look. I, I, Cole, I always to has to do this. I always, always have to do that. I always have to do this. I uh, I got the over apparently according to my the graphic. <laughs> I got the over on this one. Um, it's close. I wanted to go the under, but I I went over because the Miami's offense I think 
against our defenses. It's a tough first test for us, for sure. Yeah, I, I actually have the under. It's dang close, um, but I have the under. Um, and we'll get right into it since we have this pulled up. Be right positive. Here. All right, yeah, it is. <laughs> okay, Cole. Cole, you only have it by one point. So Cole has uh, the over-under at 47. I have it at 45. So we're both dang close right there. Maybe we should yeah. be Vegas and setting the odds or underdog fantasy setting the odds. But um, it, it was this low-scoring game last year. Like, there was a lot of explosive guys on the field, but it was a low-scoring game. And I think both teams are going to have their kinks to work out. And there's going to be a lot of questions on, you know, what both teams are going to want to run offensively, how they're going to stop things defensively. So I actually have the under. Um, it's narrow, but I have um, Miami beating New England 24-21 um, in a close one. Red Patriots got some confidence here saying Pats win 31-29. Yeah, I, uh, I so. All these games usually seem to be low scoring between the Pats Dolphins, some ugly ones, some games that are just grinded out. I just feel like the the additions they made on the offense side of the ball is just going to make it a little bit easier for their offense, and I think that's why they're going to end up going over the uh, over this uh, the over under spread on this one. It, it could be, and I, I've seen New England be in a lot of close games, but it seems to be low scoring close games, um, yeah. and that's that's what I tend for it to be right here. I, I don't know. New England doesn't really have the firepower. They haven't shown to have the firepower to win a game. 45 41 or something like that so i think that's going to be close um in that respective so um but that wrap that's going to wrap it up that's our season predictions um new england will take on buffalo or not buffalo gosh miami uh week one i'm jumping to the buffalo game at my at wow. Miami. week so, 18 already holy yeah, i'm excited baby i'm excited <laughs> so um oh i guess we do have one more thing to do um and you guys can drop your comments down below and we'll do this real quick any hot takes Anyone got any hot takes for the game? Just talking for the game right here. You got anything off the top of your head? And of course, if you guys have some, we'll read them to you guys, or we'll read yours in the comment section below. Um, so go ahead and drop them down. I, I, Mac I'm, Jones pick. You're you're saying Mac Jones throws a pick? No, no, Jack Jones. Oh, Jack Jones. There's too many Joneses on the team. This is getting so, ridiculous. Mac Jones gets an interception on the defensive <laughs> side of the ball. Hot take. Oh, wow. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. I'm I'm gonna Somebody's gotta stop Tyreek. Somebody's gotta <laughs> do it. That's true. Ooh. Um, what do we got? Do we got Johnny Masterclass? 150 all purpose yards. That would be such a great That would way be to start a great year. sight to see for Patriots fans if he did. I love that. that. Um, is it Bravis or Bravis? Uh, the the real Bravis. I'm gonna go Bravis. Bravis. Okay. Um. Maybe he can do this. The sound syllable it out for us. So we can. Uh, yeah. Pronunciation wrong. Um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna stick on the defensive side of the ball. I'm gonna go two and a half sacks for just the whole defense. That's it. Just two and a half. It's not like well, eight or ten or. This team is gonna get the ball out fast and. If Tua holds on to the ball, I think that's where the sacks come. But that means you got to be hemming them up at the line of scrimmage. So I'm going to go two and a half sacks on the game. So like uh, anyone else, if you got some more, go ahead, drop them down. Do you have another one? Um, I like uh, I like the real Bravis, Bravis. I, I like that one. Johnny Masterclass. That would, that, that would be awesome. That would be such a would. confidence booster for him after the year he had last year. Like that. that's that's probably more yards than he had the whole second half of the season. Like that would be great that'd be really great so i don't i don't have any okay here we go 
Brat. Oh, Bratvis. Bratvis. Oh, Bratvis. Okay, Bratvis. Bratvis. The real Bratvis. Okay. Real Bratvis. There we okay. go. Okay. See, he did it. That's what. I, that's exactly what I was talking about. That pronoun. That pronunciation. Bra. Thing right okay. Okay. All I right. like it. There we go. Now, now we'll. Now we won't be saying his name wrong. Um, <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, but I, I got, I got maybe Jack Jones, uh, interception. I would have said Terrence Mitchell forced fumble if he was, you know, playing, but he's on the practice squad. So, uh, <laughs> and then outside of that, um, yeah, I don't got, I don't got anything crazy. I guess Shawnu uh, rushing touchdown is that a hot take? I that's, guess that's I that's hot. Yeah, sure, um, we'll do that. Light Shadow says, hot take. Mac has two turnovers, one interception, fumble, and two to three sacks. Boo! Negative Nancy Light Shadows. Take. Come on. I know that we're Where's not the positivity in, here? but man, that's rough. I'm going to uh, say Dolphins have eight sacks in the end. No, <laughs> that, I was trying to go with some positive hot takes. If I was going to do negative hot takes, I'd say Dolphins have like five sacks. Wow. Yeah, that that would be a negative hot take. So yeah, it sure would. That that sure would suck. Um, yeah, that would be that would not be good. So, but anyways, guys, that's uh, I mean, unless you guys got any more, keep dropping them. I agree with light shadows right here. Like always, hit the or not hot. Sorry, that's the wrong one. It, he did it all in caps, so it made me click on that one because this one's all in caps too. But <laughs> smash the like button for our channel. Um, we're in a daily, we're in a weekly routine. We got two shows a week. We're going live at mostly every Wednesday at the same time. It's going to be uh, right around 830 p.m. Eastern time, give or take a little, you know, before or after. And then Sunday nights or, you know, whenever the Patriots play uh, go, we will be going um, live after the games to recap that. Make sure you guys follow our Instagrams, which are right on the screen right oh. now. Yeah, real quick. Follow the Instagrams on the screen. Oh, oh, no. oh, oh sorry. Oh, go ahead. Cole's, Cole's missed clicking. <laughs> Follow the Instagrams right on the screen. Um, that will keep you updated when we go live or like, subscribe, turn the notification bell on. We really appreciate it. But Cole, anything else? Nope. Just one more hot take from Rob here. Tua pulled in the fourth, hopefully because of bad performance, not because of they have too much of a lead. That would be uh, unfortunate. But uh, And then Light Shadow says, thank Isaiah Wynn for those turnovers. Oh, okay. Actually, yes, we do have something else. Thank you, Light Shadows, for uh, not purposely reminding me of that. But injury report. We had oh, we Isaiah Win. Forget that. We had Isaiah Win and Ty Montgomery and Jacoby Myers all participate at practice today. So Ty Montgomery back after that ankle injury. That's huge. Uh, Isaiah Win with a back injury. All of them were limited participants. So that's that's awesome news for Montgomery's ankle. I mean, we thought that one might have been season ending, like got carted off. You know, that's never good. So some injury updates there, and then just keep uh, follow Patriots with a one. Uh, for the injury report every day, and I'm going to be posting it on my story. So just keep looking at that uh, for updates throughout the week. Um, but five, that, that's a great five, development. That'd be good for my fantasy team if he got five field goals, but I'd that rather would not be good for the Patriots. Five extra points. That would also be good, but that would only be five points. But in in the Patriots retrospect, that would be really good. So um, no, I agree. So guys, week one, super excited. Um, Gosh, what time the game's going to be at one? Uh, it's one year time. That's see, it's 11 o'clock for me since I'm on the West. Ma I'm on the mountain time zone, which mountain is close time. to West. So I get 11 o'clock. We were talking to Cole about this, like Sunday night football for me starts at 630, gets over at 10. It's it's awesome. That's awesome. So, that is uh, awesome. but yeah, 1 p.m. Eastern time. 
super excited to watch this team play. Um, uh, a lot of high expectations, and we'll see. So uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Hopefully we see you guys Sunday night after the game. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, share this with anybody's. Um, use our promo code at Underdog Fantasy, which is just Pat's drive. So, um, Colt, wrap us up. That's all I got. That's all I got, too. Thank you guys for uh, thank you guys for tuning in today. Like Jay said, we'll be live after the game. Hopefully after the first one of the season, going down the road, that'd be a great way to start the year. Winning in Miami, a place that's haunted us, haunts us every year. So, like Jay said, use that code for Underdog. It's a great opportunity. Uh, to them to match your first deposit up to 100 bucks that's that's a good opportunity and bet alongside with us all year uh, we're gonna start next week like i said so uh it's gonna be fun but football's finally back tomorrow night bills rams go rams that'd be a great way to start the season two Ram, uh, rams beating the bills and then us beating the dolphins uh, we'd be atop the division so that'd be awesome so like late shadow says we will uh we'll see you guys sunday night Thanks for listening to this edition of the Patriots Drive podcast. Follow us on social media to stay up to date with all things New England Patriots. Make sure you tune into the next episode and check out PatriotsDrive.com for more great content. Have you ever to Cincinnati?